0: Yeah, I mean, th- I mean that Dallas game, that Buffalo game, that's the same or very similar situation to what, what we may have in front of us. So, um, just the NFL. I mean, it's, it's 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 just so strange. Anybody can beat you any given day. Um, everybody, everybody's getting paid. You know, everybody's NFL football player. So, you you could lose any given day if you're not coming on your A game. So, I feel like everybody being able to see that not only with. With those two teams, I mean, I feel like a lot of the top dogs um, of the league this year lost uh, just this past week. So just being able to see that and knowing that that could easily be us. And, you know, I feel like last year that was us. We lost some games that I feel like we wish we could have got back. So, uh, you know, just just knowing that you can lose any given week is just something important. It's
1: Isaiah Simmons earlier this week, Cardinals uh, linebacker. Talking about, you know, basically his team's place as one of the top teams in the league, if not the top team, the only one lost team left in the NFL, Mm -hmm. facing a struggling Carolina Panthers team with a backup quarterback. Uh, And that was even before what we saw on Thursday Night Football last night with another top AFC team. Going on the road and losing to an also-ran team in Miami yeah. last night, but rather handily, by yeah. the way. There, there was very little fight game. in the Baltimore Ravens yeah. last I, night.
2: I think that was, uh, that was uh, among other things, that was a casualty of Thursday night football. Short rest, tired football team, very hot night in South Florida. I, I think all of that kind of conspired. I think the Ravens are better than they showed last night is what I'm trying to say. But, but it was proof that, that this, is, this is kind of the NFL if if your difference makers don't make differences, every team is pretty much the same.
1: Sure. Uh, and, and the Cardinals, to a degree, Bick, went through that a couple weeks ago. Now, it was a highly anticipated matchup on Thursday night with two one-loss teams when Green Bay came mm-hmm. to town. But there was that that feel, that ingredient going into that game. Hey, the Packers are here. They're good. They got Aaron Rodgers, but they're Mm shorthanded. So when the Cardinals did lose that game, there was a feeling of, oh, they let one slip. Yeah, Uh, It would be an extreme example uh, if it happened to to Carolina. But that's Isaiah Simmons setting out two examples that happened last week. Dallas got manhandled by Denver on their home field. And the Buffalo loss to Jacksonville remains the yeah. weirdest loss of the season.
2: Yeah, and your point is accurate. If there was ever a time for a football team to not fall into a trap game, it's now. And You've got examples all in front of you and behind you and around you. They're everywhere. And, and, and that should really, hopefully, keep the Cardinals in a very locked-in place. When you look at it right now, this is what's interesting to me. The Cardinals are back to the number one in, uh, number one spot in most power rankings, for whatever it's worth. The What I'm trying to say, there's a general acknowledgement that the Cardinals at this point have been the best team in football consistently. Mm-hmm. Hard to argue that. The numbers tell you that story. The eyes tell you that story. NFL.com pulled 28 of their writers. 15 picked Arizona to win the division. 13 picked the Rams to win the division. So the Cardinals really should be feasting on this idea that They're still choosing that team, even though we destroyed that team. Mm -hmm. Even though we've beaten everybody in front of us on the road, even though our only loss was a horrible game that we should have won if A.J. Green turns around. They should vibe on that. Well, that's the thing. is, Unlike almost all the
3: other good teams in the NFL, they have not fallen victim to a quote-unquote trap game or or overlooking. They almost did. Now, the closest thing that they've done is... Versus Jacksonville, very unimpressive. And the first half versus the Texans. Mm-hmm. The two worst right. teams they played. That's right. But they overcame that. They did. Essentially because the Cardinals had so much more talent than the team they were playing. That's the one thing that makes me a little bit nervous. That if they are, in fact, missing all this talent, mm-hmm.
2: they can't just sort of coast by in no. this game. No. Like they
3: did in those two
2: games. Well, and here's the thing. If they try to coast by in this game, or they lose or they barely win it's going to solidify the fact that okay you guys were nice nice and fun in the first half but that's the team we're settling up on that team in los angeles with all that star power Star well, power.
1: <laughs> you want to Star talk power. about uh, a, a game that's going to be highly anticipated if these two teams, the Rams and the Cardinals, continue to take care of their business. December 13th, Monday Night Football, oh. that'll be the Monday Night Football oh. matchup of the year. Uh-huh. And to your earlier point, too, about you know the 13 writers on NFL.com that are choosing the Rams still, I, I don't think you could be too upset about that. Not the Rams no. are a really good football team, but... I think a lot of those 13 also are waiting to see what happens in the rematch between the two teams. It yeah. was one-sided. Oh, yeah. I think more one-sided than the score even indicated in that game in Los Angeles. Uh, that'll be on the Rams' mind, but there's a lot of football to be played between now and then. Uh, Kyler Murray, who's at the top of the injury list for the for the Cardinals, he missed last week's game against San Francisco, first game he's missed as a pro quarterback. Uh, he was asked what happens if the Cardinals... Can between now and whenever get fully healthy. I think the
0: sky's the limit. You know, I think, uh, I think, I know we believe that, uh, and I think you know people watching us are starting to kind of believe that. But that really doesn't matter. But um, I think you know if we if we can continue to uh, you know cover, um and, and get all fully healthy or get close to it, uh, you know I think we got a great chance to do what we all want to do. And uh, I mean it's a long season. I don't think any, really any team is. is perfectly healthy and you're not you're probably not going to be that so um you just got to step up to the plate and can keep executing and keep playing together
1: yeah kyler murray's right no team is fully uh, perfectly healthy at this point mm-hmm. but i i don't know if there's a team that's more affected by injury right now at least uh, you know in in the moment going into a game than the cardinals are that list that injury list is is rare and we print the injury list or are posted every week uh you know the 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 Tuesday Wednesday or excuse me the Wednesday Thursday Friday injury list every week on arizona mm-hmm. so it's something i look at every single day during the season i don't remember
2: an injury list that extensive with that many big names All on right. it for the well, cardinals take your word for it um yeah again but i i think it's just a matter of, of your difference makers if you've got enough mm-hmm. of them playing that's that you you can get by with with X amount of injury losses. Um, I just I, I think this is I think there was a, a ton of focus last week because it was something new. It was Colt McCoy and his first game and and, and I think there was something that commanded everyone's attention there. Um, I, I hope they don't think okay, Colt McCoy is great, so now we really don't have to worry at all that that's the game I worry about mm-hmm. that's the one I worry about because I do not think Kyler Murray is going to play. Part of me thinks he should not play unless he's fully healthy. And we'll find, if he doesn't practice today, I, he, to me, he's not playing. Well, on that sense, what I worry
3: about is how many times is it in his entire career, which is several years now, it's not like Colt McCoy is a, a rookie, how many times in his entire career has he put together back-to-back
2: really good That's games? A great question. It's a really, really good question. How many times in his career has he played back-to-back games? I mean, yeah, obviously, well, I mean, in, he was a starter for, with, a well, bit, yeah. for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. For the
1: first couple years of his career, uh, he was. But, and uh, this is a valid point, I heard Burns and Gambo talking about this as well. How many times in Colt McCoy's career has he been put in a situation to be good back-to-back weeks based on the talent around him? Mm-hmm. This is by far the best team he's ever played on. Yeah, and good point. And that came uh, that came into the picture last week. You know, he was really good at carrying out the game plan. Played nearly a perfect game, uh, but he got a lot of help too. Uh, mm. with, with you know run blocking and James Conner was outstanding, and receivers made plays. Uh, he's he's more equipped to do it now. But I think the question is valid. There's a reason why Colt McCoy's been a backup his whole career. Yeah, Right, that's exactly
2: right. So so to me, this is kind of what it's kind of all in the mix. This is this looks like a layup of a football game as much as they can be in the NFL, and it's up to the Cardinals to keep it that way. And will they have enough? Health will they will their health be at a level where they can do that? Yes, I I do believe, and you're right, Colt McCoy. Because there was a lot of stuff that he did last week that just there was a lot of juice in his game. He had he had his legs were live. He could move. He he made plays with his legs. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting to see that. The ball got out of his hands quick. I remember there was a quick sideline pass to Christian Kirk early last week, and the ball took like twice as long to get there because it's not Kyler Murray's arm strength. Yeah. But Christian Kirk was he was he was ready for it, which means they had the, the, that that team had put in a really good week of practice without Kyler Murray last week. True, this week they haven't because they haven't had the bodies. And we haven't talked about it as much on the other side of it,
1: uh, but Colt McCoy, CMC, there's a CMC on the other side, and Christian McCaffrey, ah, who's back and oh, healthy yeah. and is going to get a, a heavier workload. And That's one reminder, too. We we talk about that Carolina game last year in Charlotte and how mm-hmm. the Panthers had a really good plan for what the Cardinals were doing offensively. Christian McCaffrey didn't play in that game. That's right. And the Panthers still manhandled the, the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. So a lot to consider there. Uh, coming up next... It, it's friday we we got to have a little frivolity right i've, I've been having frivolity oh you, i don't know about you. you you have yeah
2: he has been, been nothing fun. but
1: frivolous this thanks, entire for show. Let, thanks for letting me know <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's a frivolous
4: friday uh, it's a frivolous friday.
1: frivolous football friday continues with, with some fun facts there's a lot of uh alliteration there it's Bickley and marotta mornings 98 7 fm arizona sports station
0: Ball Friday with Bickley and Murata. Presented by 72 Ninety 987 FM. Arizona's sports station.
1: Do you feel it, Bick? Uh, yeah, I feel something. The yeah. anticipation of frivolity? Uh-huh. Okay. Good name for an album.
3: That's a lot. That's a, That's a mouthful. Lot. The anticipation of frivolity.
1: Appetite it's... for destruction. Yeah. Oh, I guess true. Still same, sounds like a good one. Same uh, number of syllables. Uh, yeah, on Friday sometimes in celebration of what the Cardinals are doing over the weekend in terms of playing an opponent, Sarah and uh, Jarrett put together some fun facts, and they quiz us on said fun facts. That is correct, and today's
3: edition is in honor of Carolina, and today's edition, uh, this is what we call Panther, <laughs> Tiger, or Cougar. <laughs> and here's what's gonna happen. Alright. We're gonna give you a fun fact, and it's either going to be about Christian McCaffrey, the Panther, Tiger Woods, the Tiger, or actress Demi Moore. <laughs> that would explain the music. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So and you'll have to tell us whether it's uh Panther, Tiger, or Cougar is it. the fun fact. And we'll alternate uh, presenting you the facts me and Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, you can go first, and you will be given to?
4: Vince Murata. Vince Murata. Okay, today. okay. Yes. All right, Vince. Panther, Tiger, or Cougar? This person's first job was as a bill collector.
1: Um, It's got to be Cougar. It's got to be Demi Moore.
4: You're correct. Cougar. <laughs> It is. Yes, Tiger Woods did not uh, collect a bills. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey never had a job. No, no. I thought, no. thought we'd yeah. start off with a win for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, There you go. Bill collector. Demi Moore.
1: Bill collector. Okay, now. Imagine if Demi Moore called you to shake you down for money. <laughs> a lot of guys would sign up for that now. <laughs> I think that's what she <laughs> did when they're
3: divorced with uh, Bruce Willis, I believe. <laughs> All right. Uh, this person favorite food is Taco Bell. It's not a food. Well, favorite <laughs> type of food. It is food. That is going to be the
1: tiger. Oh my goodness. Tiger? You got it. Wow. Tiger Woods. Wow. I love Taco Big Voice Boy. Guy did not sound sure of that answer. Tiger? tiger? I know. <laughs> tiger? <It's> like, tiger? <laughs> he's like, really? Tiger Did you eats n- that? You had to know that. I
3: did know that. Gosh, he's, See, that's, that This is the tough thing. Is that He's such a public individual Tiger Woods To come up with facts That are completely You know A man who's had doc- Documentaries written about him But yeah, I yes. think we'll do alright Alright
4: yes. We'll do fine Yeah Indeed Okay This
3: dish of choices At Taco Bell Ooh, I used to love the beef mexi milk
4: mm. Bring
3: back
1: the
4: Mexican pizza yeah. Okay. All right. You guys this, remember the Enchirito? I was totally was on phenomenal. team Enchirito. Phenomenal. Never had it. Oh, enchirito.
1: It half enchilada, half burrito. Ooh, What yes, is please? up? Phenomenal. <laughs> what is up? Freaking Enchirito. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Carol
0: All right. <laughs> Sarah? For the
2: win.
1: For the win.
4: Okay, this person, Vince Murata, this person was a two-time academic All-American in college. Was it Panther, Tiger, or Cougar?
1: I mean, two of those guys. The Panther and the Tiger went to the same college. That's what they did. Indeed they did. I'm going, I don't know if Demi Moore ever uh, attended Stanford <laughs> University, but I'm going to go with the Panther. Christian McCaffrey. Panther. <laughs> yeah.
4: Correct. Two for two, Vince Murata. Christian McCaffrey, a two-time academic All-American at Stanford.
3: All right. Uh, Dan Bickley. Yes. yes. Who once rented out an entire Six Flags amusement park for their birthday. Was it Christian that's, McCaffrey, that's, Tiger Woods? That's got to be the.
2: That's got to be the Cougar.
3: That's got to be Cougar. Wow! Weird. Weird. Why Slaying do I say that's got to be? Yeah. I, I thought maybe that one. How do we trended that? more towards
2: the the Christian McCaffrey? No, thing. that was just me showing conviction in my guess. Oh, very good. I it. <laughs> okay.
1: I was like, he knows everything there this. is to know about Demi Moore. I,
2: I <laughs>
4: Everything. Okay, how about this? Uh, Vince Morata, this person, panther, tiger, or cougar, got married in Barbados.
1: Tiger.
3: Cougar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sorry. Cougar.
4: No, it was Tiger Woods. Oh, it was Tiger Woods? Yeah, it was Tiger. Oh. This is correct. Tiger <laughs> Tiger? Tiger? My bad. Yes. Although maybe she also got married in Barbados. Well, she's at been married several point. times, yes. So. But Tiger Woods no, did get married. True. And Can I just qu- quickly, um, there was a fun facts for yeah. Tiger Woods, fun facts for kids page. Here's yeah, a fun fact from that kids page. Tiger hit the headlines as it came to light he had been unfaithful to his wife, Elon, who filed for divorce in 2010. How is that a fun fact for kids? I mean, it's... Wow. The news of his infidelity meant he was dropped by many of his wow. endorsements.
2: That shows you there's not a there's not a whole lot of fun facts out there no. about Tiger fun Woods. Fun fact
4: number twelve from fun-facts.org. Yeah. They're not grabbing that
2: yeah, from the fun bowl.
1: <laughs> so I did get that one right. You did get you that.
2: You did one get right. that one correct. No, All right,
3: uh Dan Bickley. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Tiger Woods, Demi Moore. Whose favorite actor is Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee, the great. Tiger, Tiger Woods. You'd think, I just Panther, oh. Panther, oh. Panther. Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you're absolutely sure about that? I here, am. Just, right? that, that's tiger? my <laughs> fact. I would my have fa- guessed so. Tiger.
4: Tiger. Yeah.
3: Tiger's a good a good guess, but yeah. no, it is Panther.
4: All right, Vince Murata, Panther, Tiger, or Cougar. This person has a doll collection that includes upwards of two thousand. Dolls. Cougar. Cougar. Cougar.
3: Yeah. Cougar. That one was a. Uh...
4: Tiger Woods also collected about two thousand women. No! But they No.
1: <laughs> only some weren't of them stormy. were dolls. Only some yeah. were dolls. <laughs> also, uh,
4: porcelain. She also apparently owned a separate home at one point just for the dolls. Sounds about right. Very normal stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not creepy. Not creepy at all.
4: Not creepy. Who's?
3: Right. Who's? Dan Bickley, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this question, <laughs> all right? And you have to tell me: Christian McCaffrey, Tiger Woods, Demi Moore, whose favorite song is "Return of the Mac"? Ooh,
2: good song that that is. Trick question, oh, like it is. Question: It's all three. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I am going to guess Panther. That's a good guess. That is a good guess, but it is. Tiger. No. Wow, really?
1: Really? Tiger. I I thought the Mac part, (laughs) McCaffrey would have given it away. That's Uh,
3: where I
2: went with my
1: deductive
3: reasoning. That's 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 how we play the game. uh, Fun (laughs) facts here. We give you the old switcheroo sometimes. (laughs)
4: Yes. Indeed we do. Okay. A couple more here. Yes. Vince Murata, Doritos are the primary guilty pleasure for this person. Is it Tiger Woods, Christian McCaffrey, or Demi Moore? I'm going to go with Tiger
3: again. Tiger Woods, huh? You think he enjoys Doritos?
1: You (laughs) would be our scrambling for the... Panther. (laughs) Panther.
4: (laughs) It is your first miss, Vince, Christian McCaffrey. He is quoted as saying, if I have one Dorito, I will eat the entire king-size bag. Zero self-control. Which I relate to. All right, last one here.
3: Dan Bickley. Between Christian McCaffrey,
4: Pro Bowl running back.
3: Tiger Woods, multi-time major champion. Demi Moore, beloved blockbuster superstar actress and former uh, co-investor in Planet Hollywood. Who is a fan of experimental leech therapy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cougar. Cougar. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Cougar. <laughs>
4: Was to make her look younger, right?
1: I feel like I know all three of them. To make
3: S- them best friends, so well. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think they all would get along. Yeah, they all were. They all were a uh, bunch
4: of cool cats, right? Star, you know.
3: Oh, oh look at that! Very hey. a- as teenagers, thrust into the spotlight at very young ages. That is true. Mm-hmm. Very
1: true. Yeah, that's how you play. Star- Panther-, Panther-, did, Target- Panther-, Panther,
0: tiger, tiger-, tiger- cougar. cougar!
2: My, my cougar <laughs>
0: Panther Socials Tires or, or cougar <laughs>
1: Cougar,
2: not
3: a cougar <laughs> We were trying to think of who is considered the yeah. Prototypical cougar Yeah, I originally suggested Madonna That's a good one probably and she, we I went, felt and like that was a, a little demomorph.
4: dated
3: Isn't it funny how <laughs> A woman has a, a name Maybe Megan Fox now I'm pretty sure oh, I'm pretty God. sure Tiger Woods has also dated women uh, much his junior, but not known as a, any anything. Indeed, yes, name but it's
4: like. yeah, but men don't have a name for that. It's more just like attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> it was
1: frivolous. It was frivolous.
4: We filled. delivered on the Did frivolity. We Did we promise frivolity? <laughs>
1: Rush hour reboot is next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, ninety eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station.
0: 987 FM Arizona's sports station lot of more. Rush Hour Reboot. Rush Hour Reboot. Setting you up to speed on everything happening in sports this morning. Brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. That's American-owned and American-dreamed Brooklyn Betting.
4: Okay, welcome in to the Rush Hour Reboot here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. I am Sarah Cazell. Every morning at 7.30, we take you through the biggest stories of the day with Dan Bickley, Vince Morata, and Jarrett Carlin. Another big name heading to L.A., you guys. About two weeks after the Rams added Vaughn Miller, they bring Odell Beckham Jr. into the fold as well. Uh, Dan Graziano said this morning on ESPN that Sean McVay and the Rams, they are now under... A lot of pressure to really make something of the season. He's
2: been to the game already. He's already like, he's in charge of a lot of this, like making it all work. And then and then Stafford, for the reasons you mentioned, that people still talk about what he did in Detroit. And I mean, Odell's under a lot of pressure to show he can still be that guy. And and then he's going to be a free agent. He's going to want to make some money somewhere. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it, they're all pretty high up.
4: Okay, you guys shared your thoughts very early on in the show, but for those who missed it, do you believe that this signing makes the Rams? better than the Cardinals, as good as the Cardinals, or even worse than the Cardinals?
1: Um, they're not as good as the Cardinals. I think that's been proven. I, I don't think uh, a malcontent at a wide receiver uh, puts them over the edge unless I'm proven wrong. And mm-hmm.
2: that's that's kind of how I'm, but, I'm taking all this in. Prove me wrong. You're assuming he's going to be a malcontent in a place he chose to go to. Hmm. Uh, so, so to me, I, I think it really Which would be a new wrinkle for his career. It would be. It, it's it's a, it's it's quite a wild card to add to that mix. I'll I'll say that much. Um, I don't know. I've got to wait to see this to really kind of assess what I think about this. I think the Rams. I think the Rams are nearly as good as the Cardinals, but it's hard to say that given how one-sided the last game happened to be. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's And tragic. we have to
4: wait a little while to see them again, not until December 13th. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a month and a day from Is now. Is there
2: any way J.J. Wow. Watt would be back from the IR and surgery by then? No, that's that's, that's too close. Yeah, that, there's no way that's going to happen. I don't, I mean, I they, they
1: originally said it would be like playoffs if he could come back. Although they've yeah. not updated anything. They didn't put no. him on IR. They wouldn't say if he's had surgery. And,
4: <laughs> yeah, we're not working with a lot of info state here. State secrets. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm not
4: going So pertaining to this OBJ signing, mm-hmm. what are your biggest concerns, either for how it relates to the Cardinals or for the Rams themselves?
1: Uh, I could not give uh, less of a care about the Los Angeles Rams, so I'm, I'm rooting for chaos. And in terms of the Cardinals, my concern level is this. It's a zero. It's a
2: zero. It's a zero. Okay. Yeah, uh, my concern level is is significantly higher than a zero. Uh, the addition uh, Odell Beckham in the hands of Sean McVay more so than a quarterback like Matthew Stafford because I think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback and you know he's he played with Eli Manning and all that. Um, it's it just in the hands of this head coach. This head, this head coach has got a real good touch with this team. He he knows how to get guys open. That's what scares me. Everyone made fun of Antonio Brown with the Buccaneers last Mm. year, and he was kind of hanging on, hanging on towards the end of the season. He started making big plays. He had a touchdown catch in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm afraid of. That's a good point. Uh,
4: Jared Scruggs, one of our listeners, tweeted me in response to this story yesterday and said this move will either put the Rams to the next level or it will lead to their implosion. There is no in between. And I, I feel that. Uh, moving on to our next topic, Cam Newton. He's back in Carolina, back with the Panthers uh, after spending last season with the Patriots and and not having a team this year. Molly Cotton from ESPN Charlotte calls it a desperation move for both parties. As much as it's probably a desperation move for the Carolina Panthers, I think it's probably as much of a desperation move for Cam Newton realizing hey, yeah, I'll sign back here with the Carolina Panthers, $10 million for a year. Uh, nobody's going to complain about that because, honestly, I'm not sure, many, not sure how many other teams were really chomping at the bit to try to sign Cam. Okay.
2: That's a good take.
4: Yeah, the Panthers, they are currently 4-5. and five. They're, as If the playoffs started today, they would just miss the cut in the NFC. Does Cam Newton's presence elevate the Panthers' place in the NFC at all? Could he turn them into a team to be reckoned with, or no, still a non-factor?
2: No, no, he's he, he, that he's toast. That's what I
1: believe. I believe that too. Which makes the the dollar amount just Crazy, absolutely ridiculous. Yes, ten mil. Uh, desperate. It wasn't that desperate a move for Cam Newton if they're waving that kind of money. I mean, yeah. but to you know to echo Bick, I I don't think he's got much left in the tank, and I don't think the Panthers are a very good team that is. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if there's a quarterback that could save that team right now. Yeah.
4: Well, that takes us right into our next question. P.J. Walker expected to start on Sunday for Carolina. They did sign Matt Barkley to back up P.J. Walker, but Walker is expected to get the start. Uh, and we still don't know if we're going to get Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy for Arizona. Uh, guys, if you're in charge, do you want Kyler Murray starting on Sunday? Or do you think Colt should get another, another start for the Cardinals?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge it by practice today. If he cannot practice today, uh, then I think they should just call it um, call it no. And I, I don't think he's going to play. I really don't. But mm-hmm. but the the crazy strides comment was something that kind of like I said yesterday. I was not expecting to hear that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But if he can't practice today, that's now two weeks without repping anything. There's no need to force it at that point.
1: Go For me, it, it kind of falls back to a, a two-week process in all of this because, yeah, the crazy strides comment came this week. But last week, there was also talk of, I don't need the physical reps. I just need the mental reps. And yes. if I get those, I'll be ready to go. So you combine that with, with the crazy strides in, in, in recovering from that injury. I don't know if you... You read it any differently. We're so in the dark on this. Uh, it, oh. it, it it makes Football Fridays a lot of fun. <laughs> just having you know, a hundred percent mystery on who's oh, yeah. going to play yeah. for the
2: team. We talk in the abstract, is yeah. what we do. We Absolutely. Don't e-
3: we don't even know what the power structure is. Like if if Kyler tells them I wanna play, I'm good to play, can they then go, you know what, Kyler? We, we appreciate your heart, your effort. We're going to sit you one more week. Yeah. Or is it just 100% up to
1: Kyler? Uh, along those lines, if, if Kyler Murray is confident uh, and he knows his body better than anybody else, if he's confident mm-hmm. and says, I can play this week, put me in, coach, mm-hmm. then I want him to play. Yeah.
4: And won't make a reckless decision, yes. we hope. Yeah. yes. All right, let's quickly move to uh, college basketball. A surprise in Tempe. ASU basketball loses on a buzzer beater to UC Riverside. Tattersall looking
1: to inbound. Gets it to Mormon. Mormon has to heave it from backcourt and made it! Are you kidding me? From backcourt, J.P. Mormon, a desperation heave, nothing but nylon!
4: Dan as you said earlier in the show That was a spectacular call by Tim Healy uh, For the Sun Devil Radio Network So yes well done there Um, That was 66-65 The final score last night in Tempe Now last season and ASU basketball had so many COVID issues and injuries and guys sitting out because they were going to go to the NBA, all that stuff. A lot of issues hitting the team to where they did not get to really ever hit their stride at any point mm-hmm. and live up to the expectations. So it, I did sense that some fans were starting to turn on Bobby Hurley a bit. How important is this year for Bobby Hurley as it pertains to his job?
1: Um, It's I, I mean, in, in today's sports landscape, you don't have a ton of time And there's not a ton of patience shown But I think less important um, I think this team is going to struggle early mm-hmm. on Because of all the new pieces And they, they do have COVID issues They have yeah. four players who aren't playing with COVID issues right now um, That was painful last night But uh I think this is a team uh, that if it is to be, it will take a little bit of time to find its stride. And I think the powers that be recognize that at Arizona State.
2: Riverside's not a bad basketball team. You could see that. Um, yeah, I, they, they they gave San Diego State a pretty good yeah, game not, earlier in the right. week. I, I just wanted, What was was it Marcus Bagley Marcus trying to Bagley. steal that ball? What was he tra- doing? Why was he trying to steal that inbounds pass? He himself called it maybe
1: the dumbest play of his career on why he tried to make that steal as opposed to just standing in front with a hand up. Uh, Because if if you got a defender with a hand up, the probability of that shot, which is that much anyway, it gets uh, almost eliminated. Uh, So it it was a bad play. But Mm -hmm. that's what happens when you let teams that you should beat hang around. And that's, you know, ASU allowed that to happen. Riverside shot the three well. There you go.
2: Yeah, they shouldn't have been in that position to start off with. I got a text from buddy somebody who said that he had a one in fifty shot at making that shot, just like Tiger Woods famous Chip at sixteen that I happened to witness. I've got to remind my buddy that I, I was there but I couldn't see it because there was nothing but thousands of people around me. <laughs> did you say Tiger Woods? <laughs> Cougar. <I did. laughs> Panther Panther. Doritos. Tiger Tiger?
1: Two thousand dolls. <laughs> Tiger? I don't know about you, but I feel totally rebooted. <laughs> you should. Thank you, Sarah. You get rebooted.
2: <laughs> oh, I did.
1: Rush oh. hour reboot every morning at uh, 7.30. Uh, coming up next, a lot of talk about the Cardinals offense with good reason, uh, their production, those that are missing, but we'll focus on the Cardinals defense, their challenge ahead against the Panthers and more. Spickley and Murata on this Football Friday, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.
0: Friday with Bickley and Murata presented by 72 Soul, 98.7 FM Arizona's Sports Station He's he's most like Delvin, you know, with the speed element, you know, hitting the holes north-south making making, uh, quick north-south cuts and um, he has the ability to make a big play at any moment you know, Um, obviously with the big backs they're tough to tackle and tough to bring down you know, especially in the fourth quarter when it's twenty five plus runs, but those little guys, man, they hit had holes and they can make big plays that um that are uh, lead to touchdowns. And that's a problem with those guys and and uh, also with Christian, uh the pass game is is uh it's one of his best, you know, parts of his game. You know, so he has a two uh he's a he's a guy that in both in both areas, run, running game and pass game on on every down. So it's gonna be a challenge to Stop the run game always, you know, with, with their old line and their backs. But the pass game, first, second, and third down with Christian, that becomes a problem.
1: That's Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals, talking about one of the challenges this week, and that is a uh, Christian, Christian McCaffrey, a running back who is dynamic, uh, has battled injuries the last couple seasons, yeah. but he's getting healthier and healthier. He played last week uh, under 50% of the offensive snaps for the Panthers. But when he's right and could be the focal point of that offense— Things change, and things will change regardless Mm -hmm. of it not being Sam Darnold. Uh you know PJ Walker it's nice to have that kind of security blanket in a in a healthier Christian McCaffrey going into your second NFL start.
2: Well yeah there's no doubt about that. Christian McCaffrey um obviously at points in times early in his NFL career is quite a dynamic weapon running, passing or catching passes out of the backfield all that kind of stuff. And he's kind of in the zone right now where all right is is he now that guy? Is he now that running back who's who's been kind of hit enough to where he is going to keep breaking down. And more to the point, are the Panthers now looking at Christian McCaffrey and saying, we have got to change the way that we use this guy? We can't lean on him constantly the way we did in the past if we want him to, to be available. So as you pointed out, last week, less than 50% of the team's offensive snaps. Is, is that just a slow return? Or is that sort of an indication of where they're going with this offense? I don't know. I, I The more and more I listen to Vance Joseph talk, the more and more I hear a man trying to convince himself he's worried about this team. <laughs> Look, that's one way to put it. That's um, kind of what it sounds like. You but, know? It, but if Christian McCaffrey gets hot, right.
1: he, he can change the complexion
2: a little bit. Okay, so Amir Abdullah is not a bad player. Chuba Hubbard, who should be Chubba Hubbard. I agree. He's not a bad play, So they've got football players. But Christian McCaffrey at one point in time made their offense really dangerous because he could house anything. I, I don't know if he's still that guy. I don't know if they're going to try to feature him as much or or try to pick their spots with him. The question is just what kind of quarterback are they – what kind of game are they going to get out of this unknown quantity at quarterback?
1: Yeah, and that is something that in recent history, to the Cardinals, not necessarily this year, but last year they struggled when, when – Unknown commodities at quarterback played against them. They did not fare well. John Wilford, C.J. Beathard, uh, especially at the end of the year. Uh, Marcus Golden was asked uh, yesterday about P.J. Walker. Marcus Golden has been one of the hottest pass rushers in the league. Had three sacks last week. Um here he is looking at P.J. Walker from a pass-rushing standpoint.
4: For me, I'm going to take my shot no matter what. Whether you got speed, whether you're a slow quarterback. Once I get past that block, I'm going to make sure I take my shot. So even if you get away, I'll be able to look at him and say, at least I took a shot on him. And he's one of those guys that you got to take a shot on because he's quick. He's a tough player, went to Temple, so you know he got some toughness in him. And um, I like his game. I like his game, and uh, he's pretty quick. And, Hopefully we can get out there and be able to contain him and and keep him in that pocket. And he got a pretty good arm, but if we can get after stop the run and be able to get after the quarterback, I like our chances.
1: You have to wonder uh, a guy like PJ Walker, who yeah, he is the he's the backup. Uh, Sam Darnold's not going to play, but if things get sideways or go badly offensively, how much leash does he have? I would be shocked if if Cam Newton is any part of, of Sunday's plan. Yeah, but uh, do they have confidence in Matt Barkley if things go bad to hand the reins to him? He, they just signed him too, right? Uh, I I he might I, I'd have to check. I think he was with the practice squad. I think okay. so, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not positive all right. on that.
2: All right, so maybe it's it's all P.J. Walker or nothing. Yeah, and in that case, I think I heard Wolf say, say that he expects to see some something from Cam Newton. That would be a tough ask. He said he wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he was used in certain
1: packages, yeah. and
2: plays. Well, here's or Van- if PJ Walker goes out there and is just not ready.
0: Yeah, Vance Joseph
1: talked about that too. The Possibility of Cam Newton. How does it affect your game plan? Not
0: much. You know, obviously with uh, PJ Walker playing for him, you know, you have to pay for a lot of things. You know, it's it's their normal offense with you know maybe some wrinkles that he's good at. With some QB run stuff. Um, so that being said, you know everything's being covered. You know whoever plays quarterback, everything's being covered. Covered. It has to be that way every single week, anyway. So uh, you know we'll see.
1: Yeah, I guess it's a uh, good way to put it. It's not uh, the most reassuring, but the the we'll see attitude is all yeah. it's all right. over this football right. game. Yeah, I find it with all the uncertainty too that uh, interesting that the Cardinals are still double digit favorites in this game with with all of the talent that could ostensibly miss it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's uh, that, and that's that. That would be a hard thing to do to set a, a an accurate line on a game when you have no idea who's playing. Uh, look, the Cardinals' defense have handled good teams. I think the thinking is, why, why in the world would they struggle against a quarterback like this at home? Yeah, I mean, again, then again, the home crowd thing. This is going to be interesting. I, I wonder if it's going to be a. It, it I, I don't expect to see really any Carolina blue. But at the same time, how many empty seats are we going to see that's that's kind of the big question you would hope being eight and one would eliminate that as, as a
1: question but i mean it, it's still a thing I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> we are
2: still a sports market that's very much driven in terms of interest on who the opponent is yeah yeah and it's it's just one of those things where this has become these football games have just become instruments of profit to be. To be, you know, wielded on the secondary market, and I can relate to this. I shared this with you. I decided to do something really crazy, and I bought tickets from Metallica and Greta Van Fleet. Metallica at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Greta
1: Van Fleet together, so, right?
2: And so it's it's a you would never see these two bands together. It's a one time kind of deal. They're playing in Vegas, and I'm like, I- I'm going to go to this thing. So the tickets were two twenty five a pop. Good gravy. I looked online secondary they're going for $890 right now. I was going to say 225 is pretty nice. I bought for them at face va- I bought them at face value. The secondary market right now they're $900 a piece. I'm not selling them. I bought them to go to the show. But but what I'm saying is that is a representation of what happens. But what if a a fan of a rival band of Greta Van
1: Fleet <laughs> offers <laughs> you like $1500 yeah. right? <laughs>
2: Right. And that's fair, a lot My of these,
3: these Cardinals fans don't no. have Dan Bickley money that they could just turn down. Oh, no, but. And, and
2: they don't have Dan Bickley expenses either, Jim. So that's, that's fair. So, when is this concert? He
1: makes a lot of money, but he spends a lot of money, too. Who Somebody that? spends a lot of
2: money, <laughs> <he>? Oh,
0: no.
2: <laughs> when, when is the concert? February 25th. Nice. Yeah. February 25th. This February. Allegiant Stadium. But nobody but You
1: awesome. went into it. Not as a business person, no. you went into it as a fan. Yeah, like, like this is I something I want to
2: see. Yeah, I've never been to a Legion Stadium. Uh, this would probably be my last time to see Metallica, and I like Redivan Fleet. At least I did before their Saturday Night Live appearance. Concerts in stadiums are interesting. Uh huh.
1: I think I've only seen one in a stadium. It was not great. It was you two. Well, yeah, well, that's why it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Touché, Sarah the Ruthless. your mistake.
3: I, w- I, w- I wouldn't see you too if you paid me uns, dos, trace catorce
1: dollars. <laughs> you would turn down catorce dollars? I would, I would. Wow. That's a 14 whole dollars, huh? <laughs> uh, coming up next, we uh, hit the halfway point of the football Friday. Bickley's got your blast. It's Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.